Everybody, welcome to another episode of Carnival of Randomness with some guy I picked off the street with a sign. Live uh, from under a bridge. <laughs> uh, Greg will talk for food, so we'll get him uh, something afterwards. Get me a set, please. <laughs> and how can I not love somebody who's called me my favorite, her favorite weirdo? So we're going <laughs> to so talk cosmic kickboxing and other things with Heidi. It's really glad to have you on. <laughs> it's good to be here. Thank you so much. Oh, I thought her name was D. I thought you were saying, hi, D. No, never mind. I don't it, we, you know what? One time it was, and then I just got sick of it, and I changed it uh, to Heidi. So just you know, I do know it all D, together, but it's more D. So that's. But I think it's also mm. a timely topic to talk that a little about. What, <laughs> it's a little timely to actually talk about some of the things you do because the holidays, everybody eats too much, doesn't exercise. But what are you? Isn't about that every day? Thing? Why does that have to be a holiday? Not for me. I've lost like 120 <laughs> pounds this year. <laughs> I see that. Well, I mean, you know, we're on a podcast, so it's you know. Oh, I've lost, I've lost 250 pounds for the people That's, listening. <laughs> yeah. For those in the back, if you didn't hear or see it, that's a lot. That's so a how lot. long total, so total you lost 250 pounds? No, that's just on the, uh, not people who can't see me, I've lost that much. I've lost 120, but anybody who doesn't see me, wink, wink, right. I've lost that much. I, I'm rolling with it, come on. So, <laughs> so if anybody's seen 250 pounds laying around town, can you please bring them Especially back? Especially in England, in England. So explain a little bit what you, I'm glad you're back in Rochester. Oh, thank what you. have you been? Where were you? I was in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. The, um, well, I've been back for about a year, officially. Okay. I, I still have my California license. I though. lived out there back <laughs> in 80, 85 or so. Oh, okay. Well, yep. it's a little different. I'm sure it is. <laughs> well, actually, maybe not. There's still like a weird overweight Spider-Man with a dirty costume on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> well, I was there. Let's see. I was there for I was there for a week or so about five years ago, six years ago. Because oh, okay. I was doing a gig out there, I did something with this with this blues player. She won an award at this producer's show or something, and I did one of those things. Yeah, there's a couple of those. Actually. Yeah, it was kind of bogus. And, and the did thing- you, well, what did you do when you were out there? Where did you did you get to go anywhere cool? Like, did you go to the whiskey? Did you go to uh, my room or all the places that are still there? <laughs> uh, I went to the Rainbow. Yeah, and uh, we went to a couple. We went to a couple places. I can't remember. My cousin lives out there, so he took me to a few places. Nice. And I, I honestly can't remember. We were at the Avalon, though. Okay, okay. Yeah. There's, um, I mean... That was a cool place. But you know what was funny? Mm-hmm. The thing that made me laugh was that whole phony baloney stuff that they do. Is like, we were out in the parking lot. In a parking lot. This dingy, <laughs> shitty parking lot. And they put up and, and they put up the back <laughs> they put up the backboards with all the ad, with the sponsorship things. And it's like the, the red carpet pictures. And, oh, and, oh, for your and, event. And yep. you're looking at, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're like, you're looking around. I'm in this parking lot, you know. And it's like step and go or whatever that thing is with the whole... Yeah. yeah, you know, but it's just so funny. It's like it's it, they make it they make you see what they want you to see. Absolutely. I mean, all you got to do is throw up a couple of tarps. Yeah. And then cover it with something, and it looks like it's yeah. You're on the red carpet. What are the red what, carpet? But like they see the blazing saddles where they set up the town. Amen. Cardboard. That still fascinates me though, because I, I kind of love that. That's why I. Like when we do gigs and stuff, I'm mm-hmm. all, I want to bring lights and I want to do I want to just create the. But that's it. That's thing. exactly that's all that it is. I mean, it's it's just it's a lot of flashbang. So it's you have yeah. to it's wherever you want to be, just set up that green screen and yeah. there you are. What were you doing there? <laughs> I, I just I interrupted you. So what were you doing? Oh, that's okay. Um, well, I'm in the 
fitness industry. So okay. I teach group acts. So I have certifications and everything from yoga and Pilates to kickboxing, boxing, dance, nice. etc. And um, they also I personal train as well, which is those are honestly the better stories. But I was with a company, a dance fitness company that was international, and then they opened a headquarters in LA, and that's what brought me out there initially. Nice. Mm-hmm. And um, so I did that for about six months, and then I kind of broke off on my own and started teaching for different gyms. I also had my own clientele, and so I was basically bouncing around <laughs> LA and the greater LA area, which is ridiculous and massive, and I don't recommend it if you want to oh. keep your sanity. <laughs> Man. You miss an exit. You're like 12 miles out. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I I surprised everybody when I moved. When I was there, I was think it was two years in. And when you have to bounce from client to client, you really have to time everything, not right. according to how far you're going, but what time of day it is and which <laughs> where the flow of traffic is. Right, right. So. And your car is really important out there because you basically are living in it. Yes. More or less. My car and I, we have a great relationship. <laughs> And then I bought, <laughs> while I was out there, I, this is how self-loathing I am. I bought a stick shift. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the guy saying to me, and it was in L.A., and I bought the car, and I go, oh, and he was showing me this car, and he says, you realize, oh, I'm sorry, I showed you the wrong one. This is a standard, and I said, perfect, and he said, Huh. That's a that's a six speed, and I said I know how to use a clutch, sir. <laughs> and he said, you realize you're in L.A. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I said, I don't care. I need something to do in traffic. Yeah, the one the only so, place that drives me crazy is like, I mean, you know, not since COVID, but I visited mm-hmm. Philly like twice a year or so. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to go down there visit my friend Kim next year. Mm-hmm. And from being from here, once you get in Philly proper, it drives mm-hmm. you crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, Any- move, move. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. It took me two years to have a breakdown. Which was surprising. Nervous breakdown or car breakdown? No, it's a traffic <laughs> breakdown. So in Los Angeles, it's you have you will have a full on everything comes flying out of your mouth that you ne- like you'll speak in tongues. Like you'll just, <laughs> everything like you'll cry, you'll laugh, you'll be sent to the loony bin, you'll come back, and you'll still have gone about five feet. Right, <laughs> that's, right. That's how the traffic is in LA. I, I had a uh, I had a fender bender on the one oh one one time and I was going real slow ooh. and I think I was looking at a map or something, I was trying to go a someplace. Map? Oh wow. Yeah. You and, just dated oh, yeah. yourself. It was eighty five. <laughs> <laughs> so so Good for you. Anyway, that's multitasking. I, you're I, a dude. I, I applaud you. A, a map <laughs> driving on the one oh one in traffic. <laughs> I am fully impressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like, I fully wasn't very smart, but but the point is, so I, we were just crawling along, and I just mm-hmm. nudged, I bumped into this guy, right? Mm-hmm. And I look, and he's got it says it says government. It had a government plate. Oh, so this he's guy got time and money. So this <laughs> guy, out. so what he was, he was a member of the Indonesian consulate. So, and it was a rental car. And everybody's like, oh, man, don't buy the insurance. That's a bunch of crap. It's bogus. It's a scam. I'm like, it's a good thing I got it. Oh, and <laughs> one time. His, his wife comes flying out of the car, this little short, you know, and she's like, she's like freaking out at me. I'm like, what? I'm sorry. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. It was like the classic. So I have a movie idea. It was like a falling down moment. I have a movie idea. Your person, you're training kickboxing. You get the son of this person wanting 
him to teach you how to fight because some asshole hit his dad 25 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds like it's this huge tragedy and there's this massive build-up. It turns out he just dented the license plate and it's like this massive offense. I think that'd be the best You're part. at some gig and you're playing and some guy comes up and drops your head into the drum set. Oh my God. <laughs> That's from my father. I finally you found you. You got my father's license plate. I am Indigo Montoya. Exactly. <laughs> How many fingers did he have on his hands? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank God that didn't happen. But, but that's well, what you learn, though. Go so on. So what? Yeah. Are you saying he didn't have kids, or they just aren't into vengeance? We're saying <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Nothing really happened. I ended up getting it settled through the, the rental place. That's not I, how you write a movie. No. Okay. Something else has to happen. You're yeah, fired need, from script writing. We, <laughs> <laughs> we need tension. We need a you know. We need a plot. We we'll do a, a read through. We'll come back and do the whole full movie reading parts. <laughs> <laughs> I have to learn Indonesian accent from my all South but, but unbeknownst to me, the underground Indonesian mafia was planning something for my demise. How's that? Is that better? Did they bring bananas? <laughs> yes. That's all I want to know. Okay. <laughs> so let me let me switch. Where are we now? Well, I, I don't to know. Ask we went to Indonesia a, and came back. We were on the 101. As a fitness okay. trainer, I know I wanted to like, What do you have any, is there like a blanket statement as far as like, don't yep. do too much of this, or you should do more of this, or like kettleball swings, or like what's your favorite? You know what? Thing? You everybody that you'll talk to will give you sixteen different answers. I'll tell you this: everybody is different, right? So it's what works for you and what makes you happy, and those two things are the most important because I like that fitness is it can be great and terrible, and it's usually both more on the terrible side. Because does anybody have a good day at the gym? No, the good part starts when you leave. <laughs> I do. I drive right. by it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Wave. Wave. Well, you know, it's funny. Like I was saying, I, I didn't go after the pandemic, after they shut down. I go to Harrow East. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, so, mm-hmm. so I finally went last couple of weeks. I started, I mean, I waited this long, but <laughs> I dropped like, it was crazy. I dropped like 40 pounds. See? In the pandemic. So my doctor Oh, was, you're the only one. My, my doctor was a little concerned, but I said, look. So you dropped 40 pounds during the pandemic I while everybody else gained 40 pounds. Right. During the I'm not sure how that happened, but I just. I got, off the, the I got off the chicken wing diet is what happened. And <laughs> I, I do think you, you said it perfectly and you would know that I think if somebody came to you and said, okay, mm-hmm. this is what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Because like my friend Sammy, he's a madman at the gym mm-hmm. where I just stick to, like he does a treadmill. I have to walk outside. I have to know where I'm going That's, because you know I just That's have better. to say, look, I want to go here to here to here. Just walking in place, yeah. it's just bored the heck out of me. Oh, my God. I So one of the things I teach is... Um, Cycling, which everybody, if you've never done it, you've at least seen it. It's so the spinning I, type or just yes. running. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's so you have to be a phenomenal instructor to make me forget that I'm sitting on a bike going nowhere in the dark and I'm angry about it. Like, we right. let anybody in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you do, you do that whole do you do that whole thing? Okay, we're going up a hill now. Now we're going here. Now we're going there. No, I usually uh-huh. just tell everybody that I know it's going to suck, but I, I do it <laughs> rhythmically. So I'll use the music to really do it. But everybody has a different style. So I've had right. I've had instructors tell me, okay, and they do a lot of visualization where it's, you know, you're going up a hill or this, and they have you change um, your resistance right. and your speed because that's really all you can do. And But I ha- I have to use the music to go. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, if I hit a beat and then I'll find it and you'll double time it and take it, you know, the resistance down and now you're, now you're doing a speed drill. 
But if the music's good, I'm not thinking about, am I on the road? I'm not on the road. I'm in, I'm sitting alone in the dark, like on a bike that's going nowhere. So if I can get with the music and then the rhythm of that, and then I find that, because I'm a dancer too. Yeah. So if now it's about speed and yeah. moving to the music, and then you'll you'll switch gears, literally, mm-hmm. and then you'll either drop it or bring it up. Thank you. Well, that's what I was thinking. I would probably and attack the it. resistance is high, yeah. and that part blows. <laughs> yeah. It's really difficult. I, I probably would have, I would attack it like mm-hmm. a drummer, like you're saying. Yes. I, I would probably be hearing some kind of beat groove in my head and, and as I'm yep. going I'm just thinking, all go. I could think of, obviously, because of somebody who walked in the room, what if you played Eddie Nebula and the Plague to people? Or they, I have done out. that. I well, did done they? That. Did you kill some old people, though? Because they were <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, th- I had a few people ask me. Actually, I, I've used um, music from you know back in Rochester, and I'm like, I know nobody's heard this. <laughs> no offense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, between us, like, <laughs> but you know, you use it and it works, and everybody's like, oh my god, what is it? Is it on Spotify? And it just so happened that you were. I don't think you knew that. Though. Would you like to say hello, Eddie? Hey now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have anybody just coming in for these things, but that's a shock of shocks. How did I meet Heidi through how I meet so many people on the music scene? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, just it's yeah, it's fun. It's Eddie's, Eddie's currently in a big ditch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, he'll be on something. No, but you know, it's now funny you were saying bumps. since since I started working out again. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there in my mind. I'm going, why did I put this off? I love doing this because, yeah. like, I like to do like a the. Re, I do a little bit of everything: steam room, resistance, elliptical. Steam room is the best. And <laughs> and I really like it. I mean, you just mm-hmm. feel so good. You get the toxins, all that stuff. Yeah, so absolutely. so, mm-hmm. but the thing is, you come out of there. Then, like the next day, you feel your muscles. You can feel whatever muscles you worked on. Oh, absolutely. And you know, obviously, mm-hmm. that means you need to work on them. Especially but, if you can't move them afterwards. But boy, does that feel good! It's like it's like I feel my body. It's like it's like a weird. Is, is it a yes. part yeah. though of it too? Like a lot of people, they might be nervous because they think, okay, I'm not in the best of shape, but I'm going to go in there. Everybody's going to be like. You yeah, know, no, that's not true. I I'm wish just gonna everybody be like, got over that. And There's then I'm just going to look mm-hmm. weird or it I'm just not going to fit in. Or somebody's going to look at me. Listen, everybody at the gym is busy looking at themselves. They're not looking at you. Right, <laughs> so right. about it. Well, you know, it's funny. I talked to one of the guys over there that's a trainer. And I said, oh, it's good to see you're still here, you know, and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I said, I'm just coming back, blah, blah, blah. And he, he said, well, take it easy now. Don't overdo it. Eight to 12 reps, maybe. That's it. You know, a <laughs> couple, you know. So, I mean, everybody's kind of into the... I'm going to do my one rep max. Yeah. Oh, my back. No, don't worry about But that. you know what I mean? Everybody, everybody's into the... Mm-hmm. It's a kind of a what am I trying to say? Like it's a it's a camaraderie thing, you know. Everybody's yeah. there for a purpose, and they want to see you su- succeed. Yes, you know? you'd be surprised. I mean, the stigma is if you've mm-hmm. never, if you weren't part of that culture, is you know everybody's looking at me. I don't know what I'm doing. It's very right, intimidating, right. and especially being a, a, I mean, it's really for anybody. But I hear this from a lot of women. I don't want to go to a gym with men. Right. Why not? Well, they're going to hit on me. What's the difference if you're there? <laughs> you're at a guest. You're kind of there to be to be attractive so, and to be approachable, but yeah, but, I guess. And, I and a lot of times that's not true. It can be true, which is obnoxious. However, it's not true because if you are doing something wrong and somebody comes up to you and goes, "Hey, let me offer you a better way to do this," they're helping, and they it's something. And people that are in the gym that look like they know what they're doing, uh, sometimes they do. <laughs> Yeah, 
But th- it's they're offering a little bit of advice or maybe a better way to do something. Or if they see you doing something absolutely ridiculous, they might stop you and be like, hey, I don't know if that's a great idea. Maybe you should use the machine like this. Yeah. And it's the way you're supposed to use it. I, I like Harold. Yeah, I've it's seen not that a lot for geeks. workouts, <laughs> like friends of mine who've worked out. Well, if mm-hmm. they see somebody, you know, you're going to hurt your back doing it like this. Yes. Okay, right. Do yeah. this. Or make sure, yeah. like I try to tell people one of the simple things, always bend. Right, mm-hmm. you know, but I am a jerk too because I admit, like taking my dad to his water Zumba, I would be <laughs> laughing my head off at the old people, <laughs> laughing my head off at the old people dancing to all those like Megan Trainor yeah, songs. Yeah, they're there. moving. And they so are good. rolling, but it was so funny mm-hmm. with the and everything. And I'm laughing, going, and the teachers going, "Why don't you go in there doing the? I'm too cool. I'm too cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too cool for the pool. Can't do this." I wish I was a swimmer. But I could see because, I mean, I've done yoga. And the only reason Mm -hmm. I got into it is my dear friend Melinda, she taught it. So I felt comfortable. We actually did it at Brongo Farms in the barn. Oh, nice. And she's very good about everything. And I just felt comfortable with it. I didn't feel like somebody, like, you know, was going to have a whip and, like, hit me or whatever if I went wrong. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) if you don't feel comfortable, you're not going to come back. And that's, I think the biggest thing that people people need to feel comfortable they need to feel okay and they need to feel like they're going to be okay if they do something wrong I think you feel self conscious like that's the everybody thing you feel. does you know I have a, a friend her name's Elizabeth and she's wonderful and she's a great trainer and she told me this years ago and I've never forgotten it she goes oh you're experiencing the evolution of the t-shirt and I said what are you talking about because <laughs> we used to teach these huge classes so we'd be in um, uh, you know teaching in front of a class of you know, let's say 50 or 60 people and it's packed and, you know, you have a million people that you're worrying, like, please don't trip over yourself. Please keep the correct form. <laughs> let's all be together when we do this. And you start to realize that a lot of people then when they first come in want to run to the back. I would say, please start in the middle so that you can see people around you. Also, you're part of that energy and you have to be able to see the instructor. Don't go to the back. Everybody that first starts a class, they always come in and maybe it's not as true for men as it is for women they start in the back and they have an oversized t-shirt and maybe some baggy pants that they haven't looked at in 10 years right and then (laughs) in a couple of weeks they start to make friends and then they you know dress better not even that it's not that you dress better it's just it's different the t-shirt gets smaller right right yeah and then they start to move up a row maybe two and then they make friends with people around them then you start seeing people every week and it that's what brings you back is this community and then all of a sudden you're wearing something that's maybe a little bit more fitted. And maybe you lost the weight, maybe you didn't, but it's the confidence. Right. And now you know what you're doing. Now you're welcoming the new person that comes in and they're in a bigger t-shirt and they're standing in the back. And you go, I remember I was there two weeks ago. And you might invite that's them to come and stand next to you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a month later, you're a front row diva and now you're teaching a class. Like, that's what happens. Right. <laughs> well, that, I can relate to that. I had the one where I had to, cool. you had to sign in, <laughs> yeah. right? And I didn't mm-hmm. notice. I see the name in front of me, Rebecca. And I, wait, I wasn't paying, wait a second, we're friends. <laughs> we're friends. <laughs> and I didn't even know. It's like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Like, but then they're like, you're going to do the hooping afterwards, right? And I go, maybe. They put a hula hoop on you? Well, they had the hooping classes afterwards. Oh, so I said I would do it. And luckily, <laughs> the last week of classes, I was going to do it. I can't There is a God. That. There is a God. Because <laughs> there is a God, though, a because, God it rained, because it rained and thundered and they canceled it. Oh. So I never had to do it. So I think there was karma. That I've become a firm believer in karma. 
Because <laughs> could you imagine? I would have just. I got whacked in the head by one of those things at the German house during a concert. Those things uh, hurt. Hello? Wait a yeah, one of those. One of those hipsters was spinning one of those colored, those glowing hula. Whacked me right in the head with it during a show. All right, let's go all the way back. There is an etiquette for hula hooping. Don't do it at a concert. There's yeah. a million people there. Maybe that's like a new kind of assassin. Yeah, it was at a Mayberg no. show. I got whacked in the head by one of these hipsters with their hula hoop. A hipster put a hit out on him. And- it was from Indonesia. It was like from Indonesia job. trying to get him. Oh my God, that's what it was. It was the son of the Indonesian guy that you hit on the, the daughter. Showed up at the German house and got the wrong guy with a hula hoop. Now we're script writing. Now, now we are. Now, now we this got. is going to be really good. This is going to be really good. But I was Great going to do. Read, I was going know. to do your goat yoga, but I died. And the, oh. the, the and the, I asked He's my I asked my doctors. But the one good part I can add in for fitness, my cardiologist said, no, my cardiologist, see how I make everything work on this show? My cardiologist said, I usually recommend uh, cardiotherapy, but let's be honest, you could teach the class, so I got that going for me. I mean, that could have shaped. Well, you had to find out after you were dead that your cardio was good? I yeah. mean, that's one way to do it. No, but I could do <laughs> yoga. I could do yoga because I could do the goat yoga class because I guess this had a heel and I couldn't like do the different. Mm-hmm. So I was going to come out. It was like almost you like I. Put your head below your heart, right? You know, you could do that. You know, yeah, I couldn't reach up, but I wanted to come and play with the goats. <laughs> you could do that. There are people that they. <laughs> Goat okay. yoga. So, oh, this sounds kind of creepy. <laughs> Let me go back. There is a yoga for everything. There's beer yoga, wine yoga, puppy yoga, mm-hmm. alpaca yoga. I happen to do goat yoga, ah. which is as insane as it sounds because animals are unpredictable. However, it's a really good parallel to life. So <laughs> I go in and everyone says, do you have a plan? Absolutely not. There's goats. Welcome <laughs> to the show. <laughs> 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 Okay, anybody that goes in with a plan, abandon the plan. Abandon ship. That person is never going to have the sense show. of humor you need. Yep. Do goats actually, are they limber? Um, they yell a lot. <laughs> in fact, this might be a little uncouth, but I don't really care. So there was all the goats that they use. So there's this wonderful girl named Marcy who takes care of the goats. She's she's the goat queen. Okay. She brings him in and she has an assistant with her and they, you know, kind of wrangle him. You have to do that. So let me let me back all the way up and start from the beginning. So goat yoga would be it's a, it's at Lincoln Hill Farm is where we do it. And so it's a 92 acre farm. We have our choice of where we're going to do it. And it's this huge open field. It's beautiful. It's right in front of these hops fields. And the sun is... They have concerts like, there. It's a really oh, nice yeah. place. It's, it's gorgeous. They do I'll have to tell my like girlfriend about that. three or four weddings a week, every week. It's a really nice season. place. Yeah. And on the other side, there's concerts. There's sunflower fields. There's hops fields. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely beautiful. So we would do goat yoga once a month on a Sunday morning at 1030. It's gorgeous we lucked out because this year as everybody has experienced was horrible during the summer it rained oh yeah you had the experience oh my god yeah we'll get to that was the last one i did jeez um is that woodstock yoga (laughs) yeah so you'd go in you put your mat down you're in this beautiful open field and every time i excuse me every time i I got very excited (laughs) we um (laughs) <laughs> you walk in I ask everybody is this your first time doing yoga half the class raises their hands yeah I've never done it perfect well it's not about being an expert and I would tell people if you 
are used to a practice or you have a regular practice, feel free to go a little more advanced than I'm going to go, but we're going to keep it pretty, you know, easy. I say easy. I'm going to do that in air quotes. Um, there will be a challenge. However, you don't have to do the whole thing. And also, there's goats. This is going to be the only yoga class where you're allowed to pick up your phone <laughs> and take a picture because it's an experience. And everybody, that's really what they're there for. It's not really, oh, I'm going to have this beautiful... Year. No, you're there for the goats. You sound like you're really... <laughs> it would be fun to go to a class. Oh, you should. It's hilarious. Because, it, and I'll tell everyone, it, it's unpredictable. They're unpredictable. Life is unpredictable. Try doing a balance pose while you're standing in a field around a bunch of strangers. You've never done this before. And a goat walks up to you and goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's like being in traffic. <laughs> Hi, I got your goat. <laughs> so it's, but if you can concentrate enough or have the sense of humor enough to have that whole experience and keep it lighthearted... That's, that's where you That's walk. extremely... That's fitness. But I'm sure the animals kind of have some sort of a therapeutic effect. They have to, They right? do. Well, I mean, it makes you... It takes the all the seriousness out of it. Right. You know? Everybody walks into a yoga class going, I can't do... Uh, I don't... How do I... You don't have to. You could just sit through the whole thing. Meditate if you need to. I had somebody sit in my class and just sit there. The whole time. Huh. And I'm like, all right, that's, that's fine. I, I, if you want to try this, are you all right? Like, I had to check in, make sure the person was <laughs> you alive. Know, I, I did a few yoga things. My girlfriend was doing it, and I went on a, I only went on a few of them. Mm -hmm. But the thing at the end where they just do the sort of savasana, the chant thing, or with the bells or whatever it is. Oh, okay. And you just mm -hmm. shut your eyes and yeah, and yeah, you lay, lay back. And yeah, honest, to, I'm telling you, man, honest to God, I'm like, I was floating around. Nice. I, I I left the now, mat. Add it that, felt so cool. Take that mm -hmm. and imagine you open up your eyes after Namaste and there's a goat staring you right <laughs> in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it's the goat's butt right in your face. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Or, or you feel a, a rain down in the goat's butts on your face. Yeah. Well, lucky oh, for us, we haven't had that happen. <laughs> However, everybody's loaded with their sanitizers and everything everywhere because you never know. That's why we're outside. However, they've been, they're really good. And what they do is, uh, Marcy has, we'll call it goat snacks. It's basically <laughs> like sunflower seeds right. and little feed and stuff. So you get a little pile of it on your mat so they'll come over and visit so that everybody oh, nobody right. really gets left That's out. Cool. Goat you know, <laughs> Because they'll just, they follow each other. You know, one goes one way and then they all go, Whoa! and then they follow them. Or they'll get distracted and want to go eat the flowers over there. <laughs> and so she wrangles them back and kind of try to keep them in the same area. <laughs> But it's hilarious, and you'll just be, you know, take a deep cleansing breath in and arms up. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine. Anybody that oh has kids God. knows what that's like. <laughs> I think that's the key to life, too. You can't take anything too seriously. No, Could you, you imagine can't. getting somebody down there who's like a super stickler for stuff? Oh. A, <laughs> They're boring. I'm, that's boring. Oh, yeah, I know. If you're perfect at everything, you missed everything. So can I ask a question? We're kind of that's going, why you're here. Well, <laughs> well, we're going back to the other, like a, the, mm. the image thing and self conscious and stuff. Like I'm not trying to be a sexist or anything. I'm just, I'm just go saying, for it. I'm just. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm in a controversy. I'm really not. She's in the combat really sports too, so <laughs> no, she can I'm, I'm paste really not. you if you want. No, but, but like, if women go to the like guys too, mm. if you're going to the gym to be more attractive, why are you worrying about people looking at you? Ah. 
Now we can delve into a whole nother Because it's like, this is the purpose. Why I want to be more attractive to look at. <laughs> Do you want to hear the funniest story? So let me go like this. Instagram is the death of fitness. Pretty much. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. don't give a shit how many followers you have. I had a girl. Okay, let me. This is an LA story. Of course, it's an LA story. I'm training this woman who was a lovely person, and it was in her um, complex. So the condo that she owned, they have a lot of these complexes have their own gyms. It's a big, beautiful gym. Of course, there's giant mirrors everywhere. Right. We're working out, and she she worked her ass off. First of all, and she was a great client, and she was like, "Thank you for not." wanting to film me doing squats so you can put it on your Instagram, which is not how I run my business. It's this is a, it's personal training. It's personal. Right. And any personal trainer that grabs their phone and they're not paying you. Yeah. And they want to film you and put them at don't fire that person immediately. But I had so I'm training this girl. She's working her ass off. Because they're just doing that for themselves. There's this <laughs> this little girl that comes in. She's gorgeous. Her makeup is perfect, first of all. Why are you here? Right, right. <laughs> her makeup is perfect. Her outfit is matching. She's got brand new sneakers, brand new yoga pants, brand new sports bra. Everything's matchy-matchy. Her hair is perfect. Her makeup's perfect. She walks in. She poses in the mirror. She does a couple different shots of herself. And I see her post something, and then she leaves. That was her time and at the gym. And she's wearing makeup That was at her the time gym. at the gym. <laughs> yeah. This, and I go, first of all... And, and so I go, you got to be kidding me. I go, that's a fitness ex expert. Let me go like that again, air quotes, mm -hmm. on Instagram who doesn't work out. She just happens to be 18 years old and naturally looks nice in yoga pants. Right. That's called cheating, and it's not yep, real. Yep, yep. I think that social Instagram media, trainer, you don't and I think the internet has its positive and its negatives. Everything does. But people just use it like that. A lot of them, I think, they live these fantasy lives. Where they, oh, yeah. they they're all out there where it's like, mm -hmm. this person's the real person. Mm -hmm. You know, and then the person who projects himself out there is just... Well, you know what some, I see? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I know, but no. that's what you said. Just some different, like, idealizer. They do cosplay, and they start to believe they're the character or something. Oh, right. I, I, I see this thing at the... Oh, I, no, I got stalked by... Actually, I got stalked by somebody like that. What the uh, like, I used to be your stalker. You got a new stalker? No, you are You are my... Don't give me that look, the way you look. Uh, like, I got kicked no, out you of are, No, you are my stalker. I said I have an official <laughs> stalker. Nobody else can be. Nobody follows me. Right. Do you need a stalker? Yeah, I, got I, a, no. I got a friend that is You're busy. mine. You're mine. You're mine. I mean, no, but I said, I have an official one. I have an official one. Leave me alone. It, you know. Plus, I mean, right. you know, like if I ever went in there and I was too serious, you'd go like, knock it off, Rob. I've seen you fall on your ass drunk at the bug jar. I <laughs> might have done that last week. You know? <laughs> so, so what I was going to... I've been seeing this at the gas station. No, you always find the official stalker to where you're safe. Oh, thanks, babe. Love you, too. There, there seems to be this thing... <laughs> Where people take pictures of themselves at gas pumps for some oh reason. There's some God. weird thing going on where I watch them. They're out there. It's mostly girls. And they got the phone. <laughs> no, and they're standing in front of the gas pump, the island. And it's Are like... Are they getting paid by Sunoco? I, no. Or whatever. I, I, I said... I asked somebody. I said, why... What are you doing? Why are you doing that? And they go, I don't know. It's just... We do that and we go to different places and it's like... But I see multiple people doing it. It's like it's some kind of thing. It's I, almost like a reverse stalker issue. It's These people want to be seen so hard yeah. that they have to post it everywhere they are all the time. And if you don't have a stalker, you haven't been kidnapped yet, give it up. Nobody yeah. cares. <laughs> Man, I, I, was, I was just going to do... One time on Facebook, I was just going to do... 
all day, like, boring. Well, okay, got up, had cereal, went out for a walk. Okay. Maybe you should start doing that. Just did laundry. Blast everybody's feed. One sentence. Yeah. And done. Like, did laundry. Did this. We need to post a picture with it. Don't (laughs) care. Well, then I won't do laundry. I just post pictures. Yeah, you won't get the same um, feedback if you don't post a picture. So you have to have one sentence and some ridiculous picture. Make sure it doesn't have anything to do with what you're actually doing, though. Yeah. It'll be very confusing. Yeah. Everybody will think you have a stroke again. The minute, the minute, the minute <laughs> any girl, toast. Look the minute out. any girl on Instagram says hello, I delete them immediately. <laughs> hello. <laughs> oh my god. Because I don't want to start the conversation. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because all of a sudden, what are you doing? What do you have? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not telling you all this. Uh, is it I'm a prince not. from some weird country in Africa yeah. that has $10,000 that he They're wants to They're the kindest people. No, I've been offered so, millions by yeah. these princes. <laughs> yeah. They're so, they so nice. Yeah, they're very generous. But on that, I wanted to talk a little about your combat sports stuff. <laughs> Speaking of that. So how did you get into that? And could you demonstrate with Greg? Um, sure. <laughs> Hold my beer. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even start with. <laughs> <laughs> we did little Batman things. We're, gonna do like, we'll do, we're, we're in voiceover class. Yeah. Did, 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 did it all come? Did it all flow? Like from dancing to fitness to yes. the combat? Does it all sort of flow? You do one, learn one, then go do another? Kind I'm a, of, yeah. I'm a, I'm a frustrated voiceover person. So. That's. Fu- oh. Do you want me to kick you real hard on yeah. accident? <laughs> Yeah, now we're working. (laughs) Um, Well, I came from the dance world, so everything was five, six, seven, eight. And it's, when I first walked into a gym, it was, I don't know, I was in my early 20s, I guess. And one of my friends dragged me. And I didn't want to do it. And I was the person on the, I didn't know how to do anything. I didn't know how to use a machine. I didn't want to pick up a free weight. I thought everybody was looking at me. I was judging myself harder than anybody else in there. Which is, you know, it's the same old story. And I would get on a recumbent bike <laughs> and just kind of do a thing and then leave. Right. I didn't know what I was doing. I, You know what I used to do? I used to watch the Food Channel, the Food Network, yeah. and sit on a bike and get hungry, and I'd leave, and then I'd go make food. I don't know. I always, like, <laughs> always watch when I'm well, watching we the TV, and they have these food ads. I'm like, right. Well, we used to do, like, you had a workout <laughs> for football in high school, yeah. right? But what you would do, you come in early... They'd set you go. They'd open the door to the weight room. Then they'd come back at the end to close it. We'd wait till they left. We'd go to Perkins and have breakfast. Then we'd come <laughs> back at the end. Yeah. And we'd come back at the end and pretend, and oh, like man, I were oh, all 101, 102. You had the meat sweats. It wasn't yeah. actually lifting. <laughs> I had too much ham. I, I do like six pull-ups, and I'm all, ooh, I did six pull-ups. You can do six pull-ups? That's impressive. <laughs> I can do one. Not anymore, I can't. I got to work back up to it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, there's no joke. So you were in dancing, and then so, it led to... Yes, I did. And then um, I didn't... I went. I was in college, and I was didn't know how to eat. I didn't know how to work out. I didn't know any of these things. It was just whatever you grew up with, like right. <laughs> drink milk and with right. I hate milk. And then I, a salad would be, you know, like a taco salad is not a salad. <laughs> no, right. No, I'm don't, sorry, I'm no. breaking your heart. That's still a taco. <laughs> it's just. An Tell me, there's no form. Santa too while you're at it. <laughs> no, Santa's real. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Santa's real. So is the Tooth Fairy. Easter and Bunny. Loves, and he loves taco so salads. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> and cookies, I heard. Yeah, right. <laughs> we give him almond milk. He's lactose intolerant. Yeah, yeah. That's why right, he right, always right. leaves the milk. He's it's a gross. modern Santa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's why he leaves the milk. <laughs> 
This one's just on a quick tangent before you continue. This was a horrible thing. My friend Colette, who you might know. Oh, no I friend, love yeah, yeah, I went to her birthday party mm-hmm. and I go, okay, say somebody bet you $100,000 five years ago saying, Rob, in five years will be a non-drinking vegan yoga doer. You go, and you smell burnt toast. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. I mean, it, it's, it is, it's amazing. So that, going back to the original story of, I walked into a gym, my girlfriend dragged me into a class called Total Body Conditioning, which to me sounded terrifying. Now, there's absolutely no way I could do that. And she goes, how old are you? I don't know, 23, 24. She goes, take a look in that room and it's packed. Full. She goes, what do you think the average age is of the people in there? And it was all ages, people from 18 to 85. Wow. So um, I'm guessing it's somewhere around 60. And she goes, you're 24. It's Tuesday, meet me at 530. We're going to take this class. Terrified. I was shaking. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what the, where I was supposed to go. And everybody in there, they start grabbing their equipment. I'm like, what the hell is but at that? least you went. I did. Yeah. And she, I was like, you have to show me what to do. And she's like, no problem. And she set it up for me. I didn't realize I had such social anxiety until that day. <laughs> I was like, I have problems. <laughs> I can't even walk into a gym. <laughs> I took the class and it was the best thing I've ever done. Right. The instructor was phenomenal. It was fun. It definitely wasn't the m- music I normally <laughs> listen to. But it was fun and it had a beat and you could follow it. And it was easier than I thought it was going to be. And it was so perfectly... In, like the instructor was perfect the instructions were there everything that you had you didn't even have to think you just had to listen and right. that's all and you do what you were comfortable with and a lot of people would stop halfway through take a breath grab a drink of water you didn't have to kill yourself to get through the class and it was it was phenomenal and I left there feeling not only did I have trouble sitting down on the toilet the next day because <laughs> I had to hold on to the wall my legs were killing me but it felt really good, and I you could do it. It was at the pace that you needed to go. It was very accepting, and it was a wonderful environment. Did you ever Just work out so good. hard that your muscles are shaking? Um, like your last week. Legs are shaking. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I I have a client that I still I have clients that I train online still, and one of them right now is traveling, so I'm training her in Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So our schedules are kind of all over the place. So I train her in the morning. So our eight a.m. is her nine p.m. Oh, wow. And then I would I'll also train her at 8 o'clock at night, which is her 9 a.m. And we happen to do legs, and I have to get creative because she's stuck in a hotel room. So traveling to Taiwan, when you're traveling internationally, they make you quarantine for two weeks in a hotel room that's really tiny, by yourself, no interaction. You can open the windows, though, <laughs> which is different than the United States. I think right. they don't care about suicide over there, apparently. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I guess... But, I'm going to breathe the germs out the window know, and infect oh God, everybody. Right? But so that's that's what she's doing. So she's asked me, we were doing four times a week. Now we're doing twice a day, every day. And I think it's mostly just so that she keeps her sanity. Right. <laughs> but we were doing legs the other day. And so I do it with her. Right. Most of the time. And we did legs the other day and it was body weight work. It wasn't even equipment because what are you going to do in a hotel room she has bands she has a couple of weights but that's i mean it's not like you're in a you can make an incline machine. bench out of a 
a chair. There you go. Now you got it. Innovative. So see exactly. I you have to that. be creative. So yeah. but yeah, you use the equipment or the things that are there. I mean you can do like you can just use a wall if you, you want to. You can do dips with chairs. Yes, absolutely. Like you can do a full body workout with just a couple of pieces. And I swear to God, I did legs with her the other day. And we box a lot too. So we did like half an hour boxing, half an hour legs. For four days I was complaining. I every time I had to sit on the t- I had to hold on to the wall. Wow. Walking up the stairs, I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I, what am I doing to this person? <laughs> it was awful, but it was great. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is going back, you can do everything or nothing. Or you can just be somewhere in the middle. Moderate exercise is perfect. I mean, you don't have to kill yourself every time you go to the gym. You can just do a little bit of work, walk in a treadmill, to lift, throw some weights around, throw a weight at a person. You might get arrested. <laughs> Unless they don't see you. I like the the medicine balls or whatever. You, medicine balls are great. You know, I'll have functional like twists work. and things mm. like that. So you asked me earlier, what's the best way to work out? And I said everybody is different. Yeah. Some people like body weight work. Some people like hit training, which is a high intensity interval training. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. You want to do some good cardio? Do hit training. Holy cow! I've heard of the interval thing where mm-hmm. different speeds, right? Oh yeah. yeah, it's some of it's speed, some of it's strength. But yeah, and just make sure your form is good and you're golden. Yeah. Some people like lifting, and I would recommend it. I mean, especially going back to women versus men, it's everybody should lift. However, weight bearing activity for women, especially after forty, you start to lose bone density, mm-hmm. and you need um, weight bearing activity, which technically would be walking or running. But the more lifting you do, even if it's moderate and it's lighter weight, you will stop that bone loss. Right. It, like the tone mm-hmm. versus bulk thing. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, yeah. if you want to bulk up, that's great. But I would recommend you stretch. Men don't like that. I like. I love stretching, actually. <laughs> I get on the ball and do all that, that stuff. That was really sexist. You didn't call me out. No. At all. Plus, he's a drummer, so, I mean, that's well, exercise. I like to stretch because it's important. When you're yeah. playing three-hour gigs and stuff. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Out. Only sissies stretch. Okay, there. Hey, you go. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that for girls? No, like, I had... Well, that's why they're flexible. Hello? I that's had right. one, <laughs> How you want them to be. You know, I had one walk this summer, like, 90-degree heat for six hours, but the buzz afterwards was so great. Oh. But then when I stopped, my legs are shaking. Oh, I yeah. Then when you sit down, you're like, I'm fine. Then you go to walk and go... Oh. oh well, if you're collapsing, that means your electrolyte balance is off. <laughs> you should probably drink a Gatorade. Not saying Gatorade's good; that's full of chemicals and it's gross. But any t- uh, electrolyte, you have to make sure that you water yourself. Right. You're we not, have electrolytes. You'll f- yes, you have to. <laughs> what was that movie? Meteorology. Idiocracy. <laughs> it's got it's got electrolytes. <laughs> That movie was great. Uh, <laughs> no, it's too true now. You know it was true. underappreciated. Yeah. It was very funny. Yeah. But it's true. It's But you can over-electrolyte yourself as well. So um, people that... Over- then you become the R.E.M. song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a song called Electrolyte Drug. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, I saw the look on his face. He's like, what is he talking about? I'm trying to about? think. Idiocracy? There's a song called Now, in terms of like, you know, your boxing and everything, is this mm-hmm. like for self-defense or just like workout? So or? I ended up getting into boxing because I, uh, after doing that one class, I started getting into classes and then I started taking more difficult classes and then I took a kickboxing class and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> Even though I danced a lot, it was a completely different form of cardio, totally different movement. And 
you know, running, walking, whatever, whatever it is that's changing your, your movement and the planes that you're moving through will change how you feel. And holy cow, that was the hardest thing I ever did, but it was really fun. And again, I'm looking at the front row and I'm going, I'm 24 years old and I'm about to die. And this woman's 65 and she's kicking ass. What <laughs> happened? Where am I? Who is this? What happened to me? She just had so, a head start. But it was so it was beautiful in the sense of like, you know, she's just doing her thing. Yeah. She drinks the water and then she leaves and that's it. And I'm like, wow, I want to be that lady. I want to be the person. Up. I want to learn the finger of death where I have to do it. <laughs> and that's, you know, did they teach that? <laughs> Five finger death punch or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do follow, follow Bruce Lee's account on Instagram. I read, great. I've read tons of his. They mm-hmm. still wonder, like, about his death. Not that he was murdered, but they yeah, think the know. latest theory is he had, he had problems with his sweat glands. He couldn't sweat. So that did actually, he have them removed? Thanks a lot, Hollywood. Right. <laughs> I guess it was like a physical. I think he might have died of heat stroke encephalitis. That so. could, ooh, encephalitis. You would know if he had that's painful. And then his son mysteriously gets killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. It's mm-hmm. almost On like, set. Yeah. yeah. But I love like reading about his training, like what he would do. Like he'd go kick you for like a four mile jog, then you say you're done, then you'd have to run four He's more miles after stuff like that person holy well okay we'll get to that in a second so i took a kickboxing class i thought i was gonna die i was like i'm never doing that again and then i go you know what i could teach that i don't don't know why (laughs) maybe i'm a masochist i'm not really sure what's wrong with me i want to suffer more why and so the first certification i got as a fitness instructor wasn't personal training it wasn't pilates which probably i should have started with pilates <laughs> was kickboxing <laughs> and it was the most painful thing i ever did and then so that weekend i remember the girl <laughs> that was teaching it this is really it was a great training she did a great job but all these people had taken her classes a hundred times and she convinced them hey go ahead and be an instructor i happened to see a flyer on the wall at the gym and the woman who ended up becoming my boss, mm. I walked up to her, I go, hey, how do I do what you do? And she goes, well, get a certification. Doesn't really matter what it is. So you're covered liability-wise. Right. Because you have to do, you know, you have to have your CPR, you have to have this and that and whatever to get your certification. Whatever format it is. And she goes, and then I'll train you to do whatever else you need, and then we'll go, you can get the certifications as you go. Sounds great. So I jumped in with kickboxing. Uh. Great. Great idea, Heidi. <laughs> so... I go into this 10-hour training going, oh, I was a dancer. I can do this. Oh, Oh my God. And then, here's the better part of the story. After that certification, the next morning, I flew out and went to New York City for four days. So I had to walk around Times Square limping. Oh, my God. Because I was so damn sore from this stupid certification. But I was in. I would guess it's different (laughs) muscles than dancing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's not really... Di- well, dance is everything. Yeah. So, the, from the tips of your toes to the top of your well, head... different use of your muscles. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Polka, polka dance is everything. Polka dance. Oh, yeah. What, polka what was rules. That, Hubs is a polka dancer. <laughs> polka Pro. dancing is everything. There you go. <laughs> I almost made my make polka great again shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I actually found a great polka <laughs> songs record at a Goodwill um, or something. He has one. They're What's awesome. it called? Oh, Polka Time. It's a 
Stan. Uh, oh yeah. Summer I have the whole. I have the, I have the complete Doctor <laughs> Kielbasa recordings. Oh my God! You have to come over. Oh yes, and I'll make you a cut. I have a finished basement, not sound like a creeper, but we got a finished basement, and I've left it open. It's a big dance floor. With you, I don't know if I want to go in the basement though. There's a heavy bag down there. I'm gonna make it box. Ignore the person chained to the radiator. Yeah. Yeah, that was That's not a person. White man's burden. I know. What was that black cat moan? Black. black oh yeah. yeah. Black cat moan. Yeah. yeah. Oh my. <laughs> I never saw that movie. I always wanted to though. But anything Christina Ricci's in, she's always it's gonna a be a little left of center. Do you remember Casper? <laughs> yeah. I see, I seen it actually. Casper with Christina Ricci. <laughs> was Great the, movie. But so Five this stars. is this is how we go from kickboxing <laughs> to Casper. So. So wow. now, this is, I'll show you how stupid. I'll show you right how now? stupid <laughs> I am, though. Now, is Ty Bo like this, or is that cool? Hmm. I have no clue. Yeah. So, no. Okay, so Billy Blanks actually um, created Ty Bo with Roddy Piper in his movies. I've seen all those <laughs> movies. <laughs> he created Ty Bo, and the funny thing about Billy Blanks was that guy was a, a great fighter. However, he couldn't find a beat if you hit him in the face with <laughs> his. <laughs> His kids were the dancers, so they they would. If you go back and watch Tybo, that dude can never start on the beat. It's the people behind him that are. Oh they're Marcy. They're like, come on, come on, you can do it. Yeah, like, right. No, that's not where your jab goes. Come on, like, what's happening? So you have to be able to follow it when you do a video. <laughs> then you have to translate it into group fitness. So yes, you kind of have to be on beat because it's universal. Like Richard have, Simmons yeah. sweating oh, with the old. Oh, he's my favorite. That dude is my hero. Oh my god, I was him one Halloween. Oh yeah. You gotta call my old Zuma classes and ask him. Hey, do you remember when Heidi was Richard Simmons <laughs> Halloween? They'll go. Oh yeah, it's the first time she wore shorts. <laughs> so, so getting back to the Hollywood thing, what about what about all these people on the beach doing the the workouts? Like, um, is that a big scam or is it just? No, that's real. I mean, I know, I know it's real, but I mean, it just seems like there's. Some, Are you there talking about Muscle Beach? Well, they're, they're just in such perfect shape, and they're doing those oh. workout things. All right, and lift, and kick, and, you know, and it's like, yeah. Honestly, that's the funnest people watching you will ever, this funnest? Be, sure. <laughs> it's the best people watching you will ever do. It's <laughs> amazing. If you want to see some shit, go down to Santa Monica Pier. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I know. No, they have, so Venice they have Beach this open, that. yeah, oh, my God, Venice Beach, so... <laughs> Muscle Beach, yeah. Muscle Beach is hilarious because if you look at that equipment, it's the most... Like, you need a tetanus shot to walk in there. There's <laughs> snow. It's terrifying. <laughs> but these, those are the guys that are... I mean, they're acrobats. They're right. in there and they're flying around this thing and they'll do all this crazy stuff because it's Instagram. What are you, yeah. Right. No real people actually work out on the beach. <laughs> Unless you have a trainer. There's people that do boot camps on the beach. And the reality is, any beach has people working out on it because the weather's nice. Right. Shit, I'd rather be out on the beach than be in a gym. Yeah. Right. But I, I'm more like, I'm talking more like the actual uh, programmed, uh, mm -hmm. put together things. Like classes that you buy. <laughs> and they're always um, on a beach. Oh! Oh, oh, you mean like uh, on yeah, demand? In the 80s and early 90s. Remember every time you turn on the TV? Yeah. First thing in the morning? Yeah. Oh, they morning stretch and shows like that. They were, no, those are, I love they're that They're always on the shit. beach. You're That's right. what I mean. Are, are, is uh, it, yes. Are the, but they're already in great shape, so are they like, 
they're just people that got together and somebody said, hey, we're going to do this and make some money? Or I, Ye, I Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need sure. to do a sequel to this one, which we film it where you beat Should up all the co-hosts. In- <laughs> <laughs> Can we do it on the, at the our beach in Charlotte or something? <laughs> just shoot. This is our beach. Um, we'll say it's Venice. Is that a dead body? Look out for the needle. Uh, I think there's already oh, a bunch of people fighting here. You aren't kidding, unfortunately. <laughs> I know. It's Every Memorial Day, there's people fighting on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have to do it on that day then. Yeah, right. Fourth of July, Memorial Day. <laughs> Anytime where there's crowds. That's right. Mm-hmm. So right. do you sort of like when you do like the boxing stuff, do you, mm-hmm. is it sort of like you have to like almost not like Bruce Lee would say, not think? You just have to be instinctive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, because any really good workout sucks when you're in it. It's really hard. <laughs> it blows. So I always picture if you get to a point in your workout where you're like, I'm exhausted and I want to take a break, but I want to keep pushing. Am I be-? And then you fight with yourself. Am I being lazy? Am I being too easy on myself? Can I keep pushing or am I actually dying? Because there are people <laughs> who push themselves so hard that it's a little too much. You have to listen to your body, but you also, you kind of have to shut your brain off and listen right. to your body. I'm always amazed that like when I'm all done and mm. I'm gonna, getting ready to go and stuff, it's euphoric. I, I'm moving so slow. <laughs> and it's like, and no, it's not that it hurts. It's just, you're just not in a hurry. Right. You're in a hurry to get there and get, get through it. But then when you're done, you're just like, okay, I'm going to put well, my sock on. Yes, gonna, exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, you're, now you're happy. It, yeah. it releases these endorphins. Right. And it is. It's very euphoric. And it doesn't matter how hard you work out or if it's moderate workout or whatever it is. But you did the thing that you needed to do. You've accomplished something. Now you can get on with your day. But it also brings you to a place in your mind where... You're happier, and you can slow down, and you are more aware of what's going on, so you can take your time. So if you're putting your sock on after a workout versus when you do it in the morning and you're just, tr- like, thinking of like, the hundred uh, things that you yeah. need to do and you right. don't want to do it, you just want to get back into bed, it's it's good for you, and that's that's what keeps you moving forward. But it also slows you down in a way where you don't have to rush. Not everything needs to be. And I feel like I, I get more miles an hour. Yeah, I get more done after I work out. Yeah. I go home. I get some stuff done. Because you're your to do list is and, more, now. You can focus. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's an amazing thing. I use it, it as an excuse is. to drink more coffee. There you go. True. Yeah, but I think one of the things <laughs> I think one of the themes is, and I think this happens in every thing is the fear of the unknown when you're signing up to do something yes. new and different like it's I terrifying. like when I've done it I've said well I'm going to cancel I'm going to cancel because I just mm-hmm. don't want to do it you make then you do it and you know wow that ruled yes oh my god I can't tell you how many times I've done something first time I did yoga like though I remember I went to see Deadpool 2 afterwards right uh, and I almost <laughs> fell down that's a great and I almost to a yoga class. I got up, <laughs> so I sit down I sit down after I got up I was so sore I almost fell down and did a flip because I couldn't oh. I couldn't feel my leg now you need electrolytes alright listen I got there's this thing called liquid IV I've been using it a lot it's a, a little powder packets Dump it in water, have one a day, you're golden. Hey, it looks like he's drinking a Gatorade over uh, there. I'm doing 12-ounce curls over here. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my own fitness program. Yeah, well, that's a polka fitness program. It's, that's definitely polka. We have to say hi to Megan, too, because I said you were going to be on. Oh, Megan! I love my Megan. And we'll see her soon. But you have. This has been awesome to see you. This has been fun. This is great. Yeah, it was super fun. And you have to come back. You have to bring the accordion. You have to bring the accordion accordion over here yeah, yeah. and bring that polka record you Plus, know you should have battling polka records we should have dueling we can polka. do that we can do that but how can we always do it at the I end listen to how i talk and how he talks i said battling polka he said 
dueling. <laughs> He's so... I'm going to take you to the next level. Devonair. <laughs> That's awesome. But where can we get a hold Hello, of you to combat. do these things? We always do plugs. Like, what, what are you teaching? Where can you get a hold of you for... So right now, all... How can you save me from I'm your basement is... if you... Get me out of there? Yeah, get me out of the basement if you don't see Rob. <laughs> I live it. <laughs> Don't do that. You'll have like the people coming down. They're protesting after being on the yeah, show. Yeah, right. They're going to find out where I live and go, I'm not going all the way out there. That's terrible. Uh, liar, liar from the dungeon. <laughs> Ew, she's a West Sider? What? Yeah, what's a good no, context? So, yeah. okay. Um, Instagram? Yeah, and I haven't... Sorry, hey, we both live on the West Side, like, so... Uh, we run into each other at Kelly's. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they're eating a yeah. Ah! Love that place. Mm. We're the only ones who get the cider to spike it with the stuff we have in the car. There you go. <laughs> Inject it into an apple donut. It's amazing. <laughs> so, okay. My Instagram handle is Heidi Muller Fitness, etc., which is a long one. Not Cosmic Karate. Yeah, I'm changing it to Cosmic Karate. That's what I'm, it's going to be. But don't confuse them. Heidi Muller Fitness. Say, say it again. Heidi Muller Fitness underscore, etc., <laughs> I know, I know. ETC. Or you could just backslash. You know what? Just search Heidi Muller. It'll come up. There's a there's a very calm picture of me in a cross-legged pose, and it looks like I'm meditating. But it's a photo shoot. Nobody's meditating in a photo shoot. But in your mind, it's you though, right? It's definitely me. Yes. But in her mind, she's kicking somebody's ass. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> it's really cold out here. Why do I not have shoes on? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> yeah. So it's Heidi Muller Fitness, etc. It's Heidi Muller on Facebook. So I'm Facebook, Instagram, and I have a TikTok. Yes, I have a TikTok. I, I still haven't TikTok. done that way. I still it's have fun. It. It's mostly my cat right well, now. A friend of mine sends me stuff, but I guess it depends where you look. I've never done you know, that. I, mm-hmm. I suppose. And it's you're funny. doing classes and stuff. So I want to do yoga again next time because now mm-hmm. I can. So you'll advertise yes. that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, the, the goat yoga is in the summer, obviously, because we live in Western New York. So. Yeah, I got pelted by ice walking the other day. Oh my god! Yeah, welcome to the jungle. He wow. wasn't talking about Los Angeles. He was talking about uh, Rochester. Okay, okay. that was it. I read one book one time of a. It was about a guy who went to Stanford Business School, and he said, "I just felt guilty because I grew up in Washington D.C. and they're out there in the garbage. It's uh, Christmas Eve and it's seventy-five here." <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's calm down, people. If it's not snowing there, if you need fake snow to make it feel like Christmas, you're not living. That's right. <laughs> and DC's paranoid <laughs> too. Like they would have a dusting and closed down. I'm going. This is nothing. Remind me to tell. I have t- a, a more stories for you. And we'll save it for next time. But I have to tell you about when I did move to California. I had to drive across the country. You can tell one quick. And I was you with want. two of my girlfriends, and we decided because there was a storm coming. And I go, "There's no way in hell." And it was November. Right. It's right after Thanksgiving, and I'm driving across the country in an SUV with two of my girlfriends, <laughs> which is tragic. Actually, it's amazing, but. We decided instead of going, the shortest way to go from New York is go directly across through Colorado and then over to L.A. I am not going to climb the Rockies in November. So we had this great idea. Why don't we go over, down, and then over? So we went west, south, so through Ohio, then you start going south, you hit Texas, and then you go through you know, uh, Arizona and uh, New Mexico, and then you hit California. Well... Didn't a storm follow us the entire time? And we hit the one ice storm that hit Texas in five years, and we almost died. Wow. 
which I mean, white knuckled in a four wheel drive I'll vehicle. Show you a picture four wheel drive doesn't down. matter when you're on ice. And they have one plow truck for the entire state, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, that sucked. They're not ready for it. And then, so we had to go through Amarillo, Texas, which is, or Amarillo, however you want to say it. Yeah. In the handle. Amarillo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're from Rochester. It's Amarillo. Armadillo, <laughs> Texas. Oh, God. Everyone on the planet that was dry, it's a, it's a drive through city because all the highways go through there. Yeah. Everyone on the planet had the same idea as we did. Holy shit, this is terrifying. Book a hotel. Yeah, they were booked. Oh, wow. It happened to one of the girls that was with me works for, she's an accountant for um, a big property management company. They happened to manage Marriott's. Thank God. Because, yeah. as I said, everything was booked. And she has some secret handshake or whatever she had to do <laughs> to book us a room. And they gave us the one that's like, they use, that they can't use for real people. And they just kind of pull furniture out of it when they oh, use wow. it. Nice. So we get in there and there's like a shadow where the couch used to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> We're looking at the ceiling going... Is it peeling or is that a ghost? I'm not really sure. Bates Motel. It had, like, no one has walked in that room since 1978. I swear to God. But it was the funniest thing this we've ever done. Friend, it Allie. was terrifying. This is Kilgore, Texas. Yeah, Texas does get snow, but they don't know how to handle it. No. Oh, so we made it through, stayed in the t- most terrifying room. We huddled together on one bed because we were scared that the walls were going to fall in on us or the <laughs> ceiling or there was a ghost or like some mass murderer that was living in the bathroom. Like, I have no idea what was going to happen. And, uh, <laughs> make sure, now remember again, say your Instagram because after that, everybody's going, what the hell was your Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> Ghost in the Say it slowly. Ghost in this weird hotel room. It's Heidi Muller, M-U-L-L-E-R, fitness, etc. And I'm Heidi Muller on Facebook. And I also have a TikTok and I don't remember what it is. Heidi Muller 8 or whatever. Look for my big fat black and white cat. And you'll find it. Excellent. Thanks so much for coming down. Great to see you you both. Awesome. And we're going to play... They're going to be thrilled having a song played by them after this episode. <laughs> uh, it's a new release from the Mighty High and Dry. It's called I Keep On Coming Back to You. It's a single. Oh, yeah, Alex Cote on drums, Eric Caterley on guitar, Alan Murphy, vocals and guitar, and their own Kyle Vock on bass. And they're going to come back in January, maybe after they hear this episode. <laughs> as long as you bring a Megan Taylor with you, I'll be here. So she'll be, oh, <laughs> she'll get her in here. But they're going to come to, because they've got some news, they're going to actually do a live album, limited release, two albums set next year oh, and Kyle great. said we gotta get everybody back in here so it'll be good to see them. will be good to see you again and yeah. Eddie's bringing the accordion next time yeah. the accordion and the poker records <laughs> maybe a leather jacket yeah. or two and on that uh, the mighty high and dry and thanks a lot and see ya I'm not sure just where to begin this Let go.
What is this thing?